1: UK Tech Weekly Podcast. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. The UK's premier audio asterix spreading audio smiles every Friday. The UK Tech Weekly Podcast is an infotainment hug from the editors of PC Advisor, Tech World, Mac World UK and Computer World UK. You can find us on Acast, on SoundCloud, on iTunes and more. Every Friday we head to an audio shed, meticulously sorting through our audio screws and nails, piling up audio plant pots and stockpiling audio lawnmowers and leaf blowers in order to bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed tech chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Don't forget to subscribe, review and tell your friends. I'm Matt Egan, editorial director of IDG UK, and today I'm delighted to be joined in conversation by the leader of the group with the voice that's silky smooth, Henry Burrell. Burrell, staff writer <laughs> of PC Advisor. Smooth, good morning. The uh, strongest flower is the source of all our power. Charlotte G, editor of Tech World. Good morning. And the mangy fox with the fluorescent orange locks. <laughs> <laughs> David Price, the acting editor of Macworld UK. That's lovely. This week we are talking (laughs) OnePlus, fake news and the removal of all privacy. I, for one, welcome all of the new overlords for whom I will soon be underlording. Snooper Loopy nuts are we, we're all Snooper Loopy. Charlotte G. (laughs) Big Brother and Big Sister are watching us all, legally. Why? Why?
2: Okay, so basically um, the House of Lords passed the Investigatory Powers Bill this week. That is also known as the Snoopers' Charter. Although the government really doesn't like it when you say that. But anyway. um, (laughs) How are they going (laughs) to find out? Well, Uh, they may be listening to us now. Who knows? That's going to be in force in a few weeks. Once the Queen has signed it, passing it
1: from a bill into an act. Well, that's quite good because the Queen is famous for her technology knowledge and scrutiny of laws that are passed.
2: Well, it, it's actually signed on... Uh, it's also signed on some kind of uh, animal skin. I think it's vellum is what it's called. Not mangy so fox. Not mangy fox. This is the, not mangy fox. <laughs> Can we leave that behind? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so basically this means that um, already, already your phone company is required to store records um, for the last 12 months, but now it also means that web companies, so your broadband provider, basically, will have to store records of all the websites you visit for 12 months for access by police,
1: security services, or David suddenly went really pale when you said that about not me, not really I? <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. Um, and this, in, so they store this information and yes. give it to who?
2: Well, basically, whoever, not whoever asked for it, that's not fair. Um, the police or security services or other public bodies. That does seem sound to be like vague.
3: Uh for it. Uh,
2: yeah, pretty much. Uh, they have to uh, get a warrant, which is approved. By
4: the Home Secretary?
2: Yes, by the Home Secretary. There's also, there's sort of various different levels of oversight. There are also for more, uh, sort of for bulk data collection you also can have a sort of, uh, I think there's, they're talking about an investigatory powers commissioner is going to be created. Wow. That's going to an also investigatory oversee. power ranger. Power ranger, <laughs> some might say. Um, so, yes, I mean, they, they'll be able to acquire and analyse bulk data sets. So, that could be like
3: our NHS medical records, for example. How long do you think it'll be before it gets hacked and spread across the internet? That is an extremely pertinent question. Well, yeah, because. That's a clever way of not answering it. Yeah. Didn't... Well, I mean,
2: it, it, <laughs> it definitely will be. It will be hacked. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah.
4: Because TalkTalk kept everyone's stuff on yeah. it. Yeah.
2: And they got hacked by a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> who literally bought some off-the-shelf software and used it to hack them. So yeah, that's that's how good the, authorities... the off-the-shelf
3: hack- software called. What is it called? McHack, McHack. hack <laughs> Easy Don't hack. Know. That's
1: nothing. You should see what Donald Trump's ten-year-old son can do with his laptop. Oh God. <laughs> Does he have a ten-year-old son? I thought, wasn't he going to yeah, be a yeah, yeah. security... He does. Oh, okay, uh, security, like a security advisor. Expert.
2: He probably is going to be after all the other people. And that he was like, talking
3: about cyber, then he just said, oh, yeah, yeah, cyber's great these days. You should see what my 10-year-old son can do. And that was it. That was yeah, oh, God. Yeah. So
1: was yeah. this Snoopers do. charter stroke... Investigatory awesome, powers bill. Awesome, great thing the <laughs> government's doing <laughs> yep. for all of us. Yeah. That was Matt. Um, <laughs> it, so practically, uh, is, I mean, is, is it even possible? Are the other companies, I presume they have to do this... So they're just going to fall into line?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they don't really have any choice. I mean, where it gets quite interesting is where you look at things like encryption.
1: Yeah.
2: Because the government said that uh, companies need to help them get around encryption, Ah. which is a little bit weird. Although, of course, if that company is based in the US, then the government doesn't have any jurisdiction over them.
1: But also the the encryption companies themselves... That's a whole other story. They can't necessarily even help. Well, no, but they, like all all the encryption standards that were written in the 60s and onwards, were deliberately written Mm. with flaws in them so that governments could get into them. Yes. Because a lot of it was funded by governments in the early days. So that's something to be aware of when you're encrypting your uh, private documents. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I, for one, have nothing to hide.
2: (laughs) Um, so yeah it's it's quite interesting I mean if anyone who, who cares about this uh, I mean obviously everybody the, should care about it I mean everyone should care about it the um,
1: if they have something to hide <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the Conservatives I mean okay this has gone through the House of Lords and like people don't really care about the House of Lords particularly but in terms of the Commons who supported it and who was against it Labour either supported it or abstained what? I can't actually find a record of Jeremy Corbyn voting on oh, it. They're such a limp non-opposition, Weirdly. aren't they? Just, uh, the Lib Dems opposed happen? it. Nick Clegg voted against it. Yeah, good old yeah, Lib, um, Lib Dem. Like the, the, the Lib Dems did, did vote against it, but obviously uh, it was 444 MPs to 69 against. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, uh, that's the thing the that's Chiffin happening. News.
1: Is there anything... That, so you, clearly you feel that this is something that should be opposed. Is there anything at this stage that can be done? <sighs>
2: Not really. <laughs> what about in terms of uh,
1: practical applications? I mean, is there any way where you can prevent your data being uh, accessed?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you... Unfortunately, it's really hard to talk about this, without getting into the realms of sounding like like you're, you're a bit mad. But, I mean, if you if you want Take to... That then, ship that Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> in my case, it went a long time ago. Um, I mean, you could use uh, VPN or Tor. Uh, you could use encrypted messaging apps, Um, probably a lot of people won't. I mean, one interesting thing that did occur to me is that, um, a lot of people kind of say, well, as as you've kind of joked about, but seriously do say, I've got nothing to hide. I have Um, nothing to hide. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um,
1: This I know you want us to say it's not the point. But. No, I know, I know, no, but... It's clear not it, but, uh, um. And also, it's a bit like, you know, <laughs> none of us have anything to hide in, say, for instance, our work email, right? But yeah. if somebody wanted to fire you and they trolled for all of your work email, yeah. they could find something and use it to could get it to fire you. Yeah. Absolutely, they could. Uh, but I, it certainly used to be illegal mm. to do that. Um, mm-hmm. With good reason, because, you know, it, the idea is not to create an environment or a state mm. in which, you know anything you do out of context can be taken yes. and, and used against you yes. and, and there's
3: also no objective sort of right and wrong in this yeah, so so what, we're all acting as if there's just these embarrassing things you might have done yeah. but what if the thing that you did was um, Oppose Donald Trump, you know, ten years down the line. Yeah, I well, for that, one welcome <laughs> on <live. laughs> that.
2: That's extremely pertinent, actually, because GCHQ has that's a an agreement today. with the NSA where they basically share all of their data. Yeah. Well, what so, I mean, the it is
1: we we we, we, yeah, we, we, we basically cough up our information yeah.
2: to them. Yeah, we do. We we kind of do just. I was going to use a horrible analogy there, but yeah, we we are we are certainly very. Uh, open to America, put it that way. <laughs> God, what, what was the analogy? <laughs> It'd be much worse. But I was going to say something awful, but it's actually unsuitable. You for could podcasting. just say roll over. Couldn't yes, yes, we roll, we roll over right. uh, for America, definitely in Bro that regard. Um, <laughs> but of course, I guess if it, the, the point is that if anyone, a lot of people sort of say, "Oh, I, I sort of trust the government with these powers," or whatever. But the question isn't so much, "Do you trust yeah. the government?" It's, "Do you trust every future government?" Every that yeah. could possible future, government possibly. Yeah. Happen. Well, that's
3: exactly the issue with Obama setting up yeah. that surveillance state America, which he is now handing the keys yeah. of to Donald Trump. To Trump. So, yep. yeah.
2: So on that basis, oh, oh dear. I mean, there's not, not much I can say to be that reassuring because yeah. it has now passed into law. It's just a shame that, uh, it, I mean, it didn't get as much scrutiny as perhaps it should have done.
1: Apart well, from it's the a few security nut people. That people don't get it. Politicians mm-hmm. don't really get it. No, they don't. It's
4: also not been that widely reported yeah. in yeah. mainstream media.
1: Yeah,
2: that's that's true. It's um, nowhere near the yeah. BBC. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one because actually there, there was a guy who's the independent reviewer of terrorism legislation who did a report on this called David Anderson, and he recommended lots and lots of changes. And the government seemed to have just kind of gone, mm, not really done <laughs> any of them. So it's interesting. Uh, I'll be interested to hear what he thinks. Anyway.
1: And introducing our special... No, he's not here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, that's just a, a bit more bleak news for
3: everyone. Happy Friday. Great! Does anybody know when the last time was that the monarch didn't sign a bill into law? This monarch has never done that. Is it going to be like Charles II? It would
2: cause a constitutional yeah. crisis. She's probably going to lose a job if she does that. She? she she can't. I mean, really, she's yeah. knocking
3: on a bit. She might as well do it now. Do you know what? We'll I think laugh, let's you know? try
2: and that's our last hope. Let's try and directly appeal to her, Madge. Yeah. <laughs> say to her, please don't sign it. You know, what's the worst that could happen?
3: A constitutional crisis. (laughs) Well, doesn't the government just have the
4: power to say we're going to do it anyway?
3: (sighs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: it's
4: more a figurehead thing.
2: Actually, we don't really know because if the Queen said no, then it wouldn't pass into law. So we don't really, we don't really know. I mean, they, they, the government did talk about reforming the House of Lords yeah, after. But they have
3: a bill for overruling the House of Lords, but <coughs> they I don't do, know if they have the a Queen bill for overruling the Queen because it's never been tested, has it? That's yeah. What
2: I mean. It's interesting. They've also abandoned any plans to. They were talking about kind of reforming the House of Lords after they stopped the child credit changes going through last year, but they seem to have gone,
1: oh, well, if it. Ain't broke, don't fix it. Well they always do that, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Like Blair came in with a massive mandate and desire to reform the House yes. of Lords, fired all the uh, uh, hereditary peers and then filled it with got scared, yeah. and then they just crept up and up again with political appointees. Yes. Great. Okay, <laughs> uh let's go around the room. Uh nothing to hide, nothing to fear, or <laughs> four legs bad, two legs good. What? <laughs> Henry Burrell.
4: It yeah, four legs bad, two legs good. What does that mean? That's No, that's
1: the wrong way around. What does it actually mean?
2: No, it's four legs good, two legs bad. To start no, off no, with it, it is... And then it changes
4: when the pigs stand up.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot I'd, about that bit. I think this shit <gasps> through, you know. Yeah, you do actually, don't
3: you? <laughs> he swore, he did a swear. David yeah. Price. Oh, big, I think everything to hide, everything to fear. Mm. That wasn't one of the options, but... Okay. <laughs> I, <liked laughs> I didn't really understand the nature classic of it.
1: Classic mangy fox. <laughs> G. Four legs... Bad, Bad, two legs good. Yeah. Excellent. We're going to get in there, but I think we have consensus around the table. We'll take a short uh, break and we'll be back in 30 seconds. I read the news today, oh boy. Donald Trump has been assassinated by Hillary Clinton's sex robots.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: David Price. What is reality anyway?
3: Well, all right, here's, a, here's an interesting fact for you, quite a nicely timed fact. The, uh, you remember the word for the year last year? I think it was the Oxford Dictionaries. When they add um, a word. Well, they, it's They're not really like that they it. they they've added a word, one. but they picked oh. their sort of most... Mm. It's Brexit uh, this year, wasn't it? Timely. No. no. So last year it was the um, emoji crying with tears of joy, oh, yeah. which is, you know, <laughs> good in a way. This year it's post-truth. Mm. Post-truth. Mm. And that sort of sums up what I have to talk about today. Because this week uh, Facebook and Google have declared war... On a slightly late, you might say, I've declared war on um, fake news. Uh Oh, yeah. um,
1: Might just have to go check our sites.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The so the on Monday, uh, Google said that they're going to cut off everybody who peddles lies and fake news and sort of parody news that's Mm. not properly labelled. The Daily
2: Mail better be um, pretty worried
3: right now. I think there's quite a few people are going to be worried. Uh, they're going to be all going to be cut off from Google's ad network. And then a couple of hours later, on the same day, good old Facebook um, did the same thing. Mm. Um, but and how is that going mean, mm, to
1: happen, really?
3: Okay, so, well, we, we don't know the details. Mm. So it, this might just be, um, uh, well, it almost certainly is just reaction to the uh, criticism that Facebook particularly got uh, in the wake of the US elections. Mm. And some people actually think that. The uh, misinformation that's been, I mean, just riotous on Facebook mm. over the last few months uh, may have influenced the election. Mm.
2: Um, Did you see there was a, uh, sorry to interrupt, there's a guy who um, please do. disseminates these stories, he writes them and makes loads of money from it. It's and Paul he... Horner. No, someone really? else, can't remember his name. What not not that, not that, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <was> he using? <laughs> Paul Horner. Was it? Um, <laughs> it? <laughs> was it Barry John? John Johnny? <laughs> <West>? <laughs> Uh, What did this man say? uh, he he basically said uh, that he did believe that uh, the stories they'd written had, had had quite an influence. I mean, he, they, he'd made a lot of money from this. This definitely um, sounds like Paul Horner. Um, I mean, Are you
3: sure it wasn't Paul Horner? Did he say, did he <laughs> say this check.
2: in a real news new story? <laughs> in, the Washington, in the Washington Post. Oh, that's, that's really uh, cool. Definitely Paul Horner. Okay, okay, Paul, Paul Horner in that case. Was it? Me, I thought it was someone else. Okay, right. yeah. but anyway, <laughs> it, it's sort of scary because most, uh, apparently Facebook is now where most Americans
1: get...
3: Their news. Well, the, the Pew Research did uh, a survey on this, and they said that, like, 60% of people get some or all. Yeah, so isn't not it isn't
1: it the most... Popular place from which people get yes. some information.
3: Exactly. Yeah, not like they, they go
4: there for yeah. news. It's yes. where they see what they appropriate to be news. But this is yeah. this
3: is what the funny thing is: is that um, in a separate um, survey, like a third of people said they wanted to see less news on Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people are going there and they're trying to look at you know, oh, it's not that's what they they Paul Horner's birthday either. drinks exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and they get you know instead a they get skunk Hillary Clinton somewhere. has murdered yeah um, uh, somebody sex robot or whatever that story was um so No, know we don't know how they're going to do it um but one of the things that um came out after the election was that uh zuckerberg said that 99 percent of what's on facebook is is true um which is <laughs> That's which a ridiculous is sort of, statement which is sort of obviously wrong and yes. at the same time kind of oh. um worrying because if they know about the one percent that isn't mm. true how is it still on their uh, Yeah, like, Why yeah. is it it's taking it? Really, this it's long? It's a question
1: of responsibility, isn't it? Because yeah. they're the, they're the me- yeah. they would argue, I suspect, they're the medium rather than the content itself. Yeah. They're a platform. If you yeah. I mean. That's getting a bit,
2: yeah. that's wearing a bit thin though. I mean, they fired <laughs> all of their human mm. editors and it does seem that after that happening, reasonably predictably, the quality dropped. Well, it,
3: it was a fascinating series of events because, um, they, yeah, you're right. They had a, a human curation team mm. who would um, it, it emerged were systematically pruning out um, yeah. right wing conservative stories. Right. And when this came out, there was obviously a huge scandal because that mm. you know displays bias. And, and Zuckerberg himself has said a lot of anti Trump things and yeah. does seem to be broadly left wing. Mm. Um, so then, in response to that, they got rid of them, replaced them with an algorithm. Then there was um, a plan to uh, to change the algorithm. Um, to to penalise fake news, and then they found that that would unfairly penalise right wing news because all the right wing sites are much more liable to talk spouting uh, rubbish than the left wing sites. <laughs> so then they couldn't do that either because again yeah. they were getting accused of bias of trying to yeah. be accurate. Maybe
2: just hire some people. Like, they've got loads of money, just get well, some, they, get but some well, they people just that
3: can people fact so check. We'll just hire hired, them back hire again. Them again. But just tell them not to be. Biased. well the I, pro-
2: the I mean the problem was some of the the accusations of bias have sort of been slightly unproven it's been it's certainly yeah, been it's been a grievance that the right wing mm-hmm. sites have had and they had a big meeting with people like bribe yeah. uh, known yeah. purveyors of quality editorial and they kind of um tried to appease them a bit but in reality maybe as you say maybe they
1: were just more likely to be it might just be a question of funding you know because i see a lot of crap from the uh, from canary, the canary Yes Canary also which is does right which rise, is left with Yes yeah. that's but, true but totally like
4: it's Norwich Football Club isn't it
1: isn't It indeed Yes <laughs> yes i saw also, I sort of backward and forward on the broader point here because like you know I wouldn't on the one hand it it sort of feels like yes there must be influence all this information must be influenced but then then there is the echo chamber effect and media's always been a bit like that you know you always, the country always gets the media it deserves mm. The reason why the Mail and the Express and the Telegraph actually are so horrible is because they're challenged and they're trying to flog newspapers or yeah. attract people into their sites. So it obviously has some sort. Of, you know, the reason why uh, women's magazines body shame is because women buy those magazines. You know, yeah. and it becomes. But then at the same time, it's a clearly a very unhealthy environment. So I, I just I'm I'm never
3: well, not sure whether
1: whether it is actually peddling influence or it's. It's a reaction to attitudes that are out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, I
3: mean, there's two aspects to that. One is that Facebook is now in the invidious position of simultaneously claiming it didn't have anything yeah. to do with the election and an an trying to tell <laughs> its advertisers that it's an influencer. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. I, don't well, know, I mean, but the
2: problem is that I guess that people, the sort of echo chamber issue is that Financially, that, that makes perfect sense for Facebook because they want, you know, the more you engage with it, the better it is, and you're more likely to engage and like something that you agree yeah. with or enjoy. Yeah,
4: I was so going to ask guess, do, do we can... know if the algorithm um, that they now use does it is it, does it amplify news that your friends on Facebook interact with? Yeah, it's, a, it's like, engagement. Amplifying. It's more engagement. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So the more outrageous a yeah. story is, the more, of <clears> course, more people, more people engage with it. And...
4: So you're kind of radicalizing an already perhaps slightly misled. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they, yeah. it
3: clearly has an influence, yeah. and um, and the engagement. Now, you know, it's this idea that by getting rid of the humans, that gets rid of the bias is, is absurd because yeah, every algorithm yeah. has a bias. Yes, it does. and in this case, it's it is eminently gameable, which means that whichever side of the debate is more willing and more competent at um, creating snackable <laughs> bullshit, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> will win the argument. It's just,
1: it's just a more efficient, faster version of what's happened forever. But it's, newspapers, you know, newspapers no. have, have always been patronised by wealthy, almost always men, mm. who have a particular point of view that they want to peddle. All yeah,
2: of. although this is, although the problem is that that, I, I, I see what you mean, but then the problem with this is that some of these stories are, I mean, they, they were kind of spinning someone's take on it, whereas a lot of these stories are just
3: completely just like fabricated. That, that's what's new. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Nick Davis in Flat Earth News describes the way that... Great the, book. Uh, which is a great book. The way that the news media has been essentially dismantled since yeah. the rise of the internet, and before that, Rupert Murdoch smashing the print unions. So these days, none of the uh, papers have um, the resources to fact-check. And, yeah. and they, you know, as a matter of economic reality, they just churn stuff out, and they I, are there. I would
1: say, I, I totally take that point, but I would say that a, a little bit like, you know, the... The the norm in the recording industry to make loads of money from selling records really only existed in the late 60s through the 70s Mm. and the 80s. And Mm. that, that, um, all the presidents, men, media that we remember so fondly, at most 40 years in history.
0: Mm -hmm.
5: Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, if you read about when Jack Ripper was on the loose and stuff like that, newspapers were just writing the most <laughs> scurrilous things. Mm. You know, it's, it's a 20th mm. century phenomenon. Really. Yeah. yeah. I, and I mourn the passing of it. Mm. but mm. But it's not, you know... It's not well, do you entirely think new that people fabricate
3: stuff what, from the printer. What, what maybe is new is that you have simultaneously the um, the lack of fact-checking that, OK, that was commonplace pre, what we're we going to say, 1950s, um, but we also have the amplification of modern technology. Yeah, mm. so, it, yeah. So, it, it's, so it's quicker. It's audacious it and it's efficient, yeah. which is yeah. a combination I don't think we've yeah. seen before in history. And I'm not sure that those scurrilous... I mean, actually, you know more about history than me. <laughs> could, could those scurrilous you know, 1920s broadsheets have changed the outcome of I don't know. a political election like that. I, don't
1: I, know. I don't know i don't know if it has happened this time that's right that's what i would say i think i mean like for instance take the brexit vote uh, both... which was
3: clearly influenced by lies because mm. yeah. you, you ask many many people that voted for leave they now wish they changed their mind because they've discovered that the things they were told were wrong well i'm not some sure, of them i'm not some sure you've got data about that uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, at my fingertips, uh, possibly not. But but, uh, but um, yeah, that, that they were
2: is... they were lied to. But I, I still think it's slightly different. It's probably slightly different to the Trump phenomenon. I think probably it's probably it's probably a little bit of a stretch to uh, the point I was going to make an was analogy. that
1: um, like on a pure maths basis in terms of just just specifically newspapers. So you, actually, it's not the right point because we're talking about social media here. But um, prior to the Brexit vote. A bit like Trump saying he wouldn't accept the result if he lost. Mm. A lot of the word coming out of the lead camp was, well, we lost because the newspapers were all against us. Because only the Express all the way through was for lead. But I've just realised we are talking about social media, which is a completely different...
2: The thing that's weird, though, is that they're very... A lot of these people kind of think, uh, you know, the elite is lying to us and don't believe the mainstream media and so on. But then they're so willing to believe lot of the things of that they read, yeah. which I just don't understand. So it's kind of like, but Hillary murdered but it's someone. But anything, oh, okay. anything
3: you read that you disagree with yeah. Yeah. Is, must be is wrong. Right. And anything you agree with yeah. must be right. And, and what's yeah. actually changed is that there's no... Um, intervening yeah. point of is that right there's yeah. no there's no fact check there's no sort of mental fact checking yeah it's, it's do you, do you think the fact
4: that we can always look back on everything that's been written online as well kind of means it just extends the narrative yeah because before you'll go out and buy a newspaper and you read something and you might believe it without really thinking about it, but then it's gone the next day mm. and you can't be... go and check it whereas now you you search for something and you can see an article that was written two months ago or an article that has today's date on it that was written four months ago. <laughs> But
1: you, don't know. you also don't
3: know when it was changed. I yeah, think. exactly. Mm. I mean, you can, use, you can use stuff like the Wayback Machine to discover when things have been changed. But the point is that people don't care because it gets deluged by the next load of information. We have too much information. Yeah, not, that, that always happened content. with print, yeah, but
4: people were less aware of it.
3: With print, I think the stuff that people... Like, you remember that one about um, who is the, 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 the wrong election result? Dewey beats... Uh, Truman was it and, the, and that was on the front page of the newspaper and they got it wrong and people show that today and people have copies of that like today. that video
4: where they crowned Miss Universe and they got it wrong Well, I suppose <laughs> like that. That. <laughs> all that all, all
3: that the golf. most significant elections but the stuff that's written now is, is forgotten the next day or yeah. changed. the yeah. wrong Miss Universe sorry I'm not, I'm not gonna ask it's a
4: funny video you should check it out
3: but how can you be on the wrong internet. Miss
2: Universe on the internet
4: no, she wasn't. They Miss were standing Universe. there, and she was like, it's blah, 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 Miss whatever. Yeah. And then they were like, and she was like, oh, my God. And then they were like, oh, actually, wait, oh. no, it, it was the other one.
2: If that happened in Britain, they would have just gone
1: with it probably. Oh, yeah, no, no it's <laughs> fine. Like it's That's
3: just just to be left. honest, they could have got away with I it. I Any, think every like, woman is
1: Miss Universe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was Matt. <laughs> well,
3: I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> anyway... Uh, so, well, who what thinks, are we going to do then? <laughs> well, about Miss Universe or about the fake news? Or, <laughs> I really think it. I really think it changed the outcome of both the Brexit vote and um, the election. That's because <laughs> you read it online. We'll,
2: um, <laughs> well, <laughs>
4: but do we think that? We'll do we think that because out. we were all convinced, potentially to an extent, by social media as well, that it was going to go the other way?
1: Well, I will tell you what is interesting uh, is that traditional media in both cases got it. Absolutely yeah, they did. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, but that's a polling history. Game over. Yeah, that that business I, is finished But it now.
3: doesn't work in specific situations. It doesn't work if one side is stigmatised and the other isn't. Because mm. then everybody that was going to vote for the stigmatised side won't admit it to yeah, they, yeah, they get the in, shy, in case, shy Tory Yeah, effect. well, in this case, both sides were one side that was perceived to be racist. And nobody's going to say, yes, I'm going to vote for the, the groping misogynist. But that's, the, that's, the,
1: that's the, the most recent three major um, elections of which we're yeah. all aware in the English-speaking world...
3: Yeah, no one knows going to be facing Having
2: yeah. having worked previously for a couple of different pollsters, it's been an interesting thing to observe. A lot of there's been a lot of soul searching going on right now, as you can imagine, in the polling industry. Yeah. But I think people people keep on trying to find reasons, like uh, Labour voters are more likely to respond to polls in the first place for various different reasons. Some of which of are. I'm not sure are true or not. They're telling everybody what they think, aren't they? <laughs> I think I think there might be a shy. I think there might be also a, a kind of Trump. People don't want to admit that they're voting for him. Factor um, as well. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think that yeah,
1: it's it's now really hard to take any of it. It so might I'd be see. one of those things that we'll have to view from a historical yeah. perspective, presuming there is a future. Um, <laughs> which, which is that you know we, we're seeing this as an end point, but it's probably part of a fairly major transition in the way mm. that people create and consume information. Yeah. Um, and and maybe you know a few years down the line I mean it is an industrial revolution it's an industrial revolution for the information industry um, and s- some kind of people do value facts mm. in, their, in their information or we think they do the traditionally do, do do that, the well that's yes, some of the so. idiots don't I don't know <laughs> I <mean>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see yeah,
2: yeah. we, we, we fact check everything we
3: do I just want to make that clear we absolutely do yeah I fact check everything I read as well. I fact check everything <laughs> that you people say to me as well. I'm going to go back to my desk now. That How do you fact check awesome. a news story? I just think, is it true? <laughs> <laughs> <David> <laughs> which Bray. I tell you, it's more than a lot of people do on Facebook.
2: I I, 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 I take Fair it on uh, the level of vehemence with which my friend insists that, yes, that definitely was what happened. I Obviously. think that,
3: the inverse correlation of okay. that. The more they protest. Yeah. Interesting. Good. Okay.
1: Well, uh, let's go around the room then. Um Post-fact world or we don't need experts. I can't remember which is the good one or the bad one. Let's (laughs) say post-fact world is a good one. We don't need experts is a bad one. Henry?
4: We don't need experts.
1: David Price.
3: Are you saying we don't need experts? Well, no, look, I've got it.
1: He
4: He said that was the bad one. (laughs) one. I'm agreeing that this
3: is bad. Oh, so you're saying that this is But Yes, these things are bad. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes.
2: I think I think the exact quote is "We're we're sick of hearing from experts." Sick of hearing from
3: experts.
1: He said it again recently. Gove was on the road. He said it again. He should subscribe to this podcast. I
3: don't think I could hate him (laughs) any more than I currently do. No, well, I do.
1: I think I might have seen him in a pub near my house. He is an MP near my house. uh, In the weekend when he was unsuccessfully trying to become the prime minister, and if it was him, he was sitting on his own, drinking a pint, quite a sad way wearing cardigan. So it can't have been him because he would have been out campaigning somewhere.
2: (laughs) No, uh, he, a lot of people see him around. Uh, Dan, Dan saw him in uh, Soho recently buying a salad box. Oh. <laughs> this is
1: just turning
3: into an anecdotes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of, of Michael Fact Tag. check that. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Right, let's take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a phone. OnePlus Tana Mera. OnePlus plus ten Mera. My hero. OnePlus plus Mera. <laughs> Henry Burrell. Why does 1 plus 1 plus 3T equal awesome?
4: <laughs> I was never very good at maths. But after the last two sections, this is a slightly fluffier segment for, <laughs> for the, yeah. l- for the well, listener. Let's hear about your phone. There's a new phone. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Consumerism <laughs> is bad. Yeah. No. And um, it's where you store all your websites and look at all your fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Handy. Anyway, the company who won't like me referring to them as a plucky upstart uh, the plucky upstart, OnePlus, Chinese company. Uh, been making phones for a few years now, Charlotte. Why
3: well, haven't they got a Chinese name like Huawei and
1: the other ones?
4: <laughs> Don't know, just so people can say it. Brilliant. I um, respect
1: and admire every decision made by our Chinese. <laughs> <developers>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so Charlotte has a OnePlus 2. Yep. Uh, there was a OnePlus 3. And then, oh. yeah, this week we went to the launch of the OnePlus 3T. What? Uh, which is a upgrade on the OnePlus 3 five months after it launched. So it's kind of um, repeating the pattern that we've seen with companies like Sony who've been doing it for a while. Um, Rumours are HTC will be doing it soon as well, yet to be confirmed. Can
3: everyone just stop at releasing new versions yeah.
2: of the phone I've got?
4: New phone
3: th- <laughs> It doesn't actually make your phone yeah. any worse. Yeah. Your phone's still fine. Don't yeah. worry yeah. about it. And oh, the thing that's thanks. got some people annoyed. On so
4: <laughs> OnePlus, OnePlus are generally perceived as being good value for money. Um, and I went to the, this event um, where the co-founder was the other day and I walked into the room And he just immediately shook my hand. I was like, "All right, how's it going?" And he was like, "Hi, I'm fine." We don't like being called like (laughs) value for money. It was like the first thing he said to me after hello. Which fair play, but he was was, very something you'd written. No, he was like, "I was just talking to this other journalist," and then he was like, "We don't like to be perceived as good value for money. We want to be
2: bad value for money.
4: As good value for money, sorry, we want to be perceived." by the brand and everything so it was immediately a very focused guy who's releasing this phone and he's, he's on the defensive a little bit because side eye
2: twitching as he said <laughs> <laughs>
4: um but yeah this phone might annoy people if they're listening if they have one plus three um because it's an upgrade to that phone which is more expensive and is only five months after it came out so i think we've talked about on this pod before when the one plus three came out it was 309 pounds then of that pesky Brexit went up to 329 yeah. uh, and then five months later this phone it is good value for money
3: isn't it it is good mm, value know, for money really oh, oh, there's, there's one, one thing money. I say about OnePlus <laughs> it's good value for money well, it's
1: true but, I mean, I'm sorry of, Carl
3: <laughs> kind of built a
1: brand <laughs> Gotta build a bit of the brand, which is pretty really sort of cool within tech circles, but yeah. on the basis of making really good phones, but they are good value for money. I mean, that's <laughs> I know. And it's strange
4: that he was so adamant. The first thing he said to me was, "Was that?" Uh, so this new phone is OnePlus Three T. Um, it will be three hundred and ninety
1: nine.
4: Turns the page three hundred ninety nine pounds, Mister Egan, um, which is maths fans will appreciate ninety pounds more. than the OnePlus 3 was five months ago. Mm -hmm. And then they're also doing a 64 gigabytes, 128 gigabyte version is 439. Mm -hmm. So maybe... They've just done that so that we can't say it's good value for money. But still It still sounds pretty good It's still quite yeah. cheap. Yeah, when you compare it to, <laughs> no, it to a it. Samsung
1: or an iPhone, which is which is a fair comparison because yeah. it's mm. high-quality kit.
4: But where before sounds you could kind specs. of look at it and say 300 quid for a OnePlus, uh, £600 for an iPhone, yeah. now you're looking at it and thinking, well, it's only £160 more for an iPhone. Mm. Why don't
3: they just make it a £1,000? If they're well, they so bothered, do, yeah. yeah, then it really won't be good value for money. And then well. if anybody buys it, they'll <laughs> make more money. Brilliant.
4: Yeah. So the only difference is between <laughs> it, it and the last one... I'll uh, there's a slightly darker colour of it. Brilliant. It has a faster processor, does have a bigger battery, and mm. the front facing camera is 16 megapixels, which is the same as the back one. So that's really good. For high. all you selfie fans out there. Yeah, the camera's good. The camera's really good on OnePlus. One mm. um, and interestingly, at the event, I don't know why I noticed this, but he didn't call it a selfie camera. He said, for all of you guys using Snapchat and Facebook Live. Mm. Oh. So no one uses Facebook Live, do they? Of yeah. their face.
2: What is this snap chat, in which, you speak. which incidentally is our would next IPO, week, but anyway.
4: It, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, just uh, it's interesting to see another company who were uh, sort of, originally they had invite systems for their phones. You had to apply yeah. to get invited into yeah. their Which worked brilliantly
1: really, because it really throttled supply and mm, Yeah, and demand, demand was huge. really high. Uh, but
4: now you can get the OnePlus 3 on O2. Um, and this will be available on O2 as well from the 22nd of November. Um, you can buy it sim-free in the US, 28th of November for the UK. And if you were after a OnePlus Three and want to save a bit of money, uh, they've stopped making them now. So buy one right now, because when they're gone, they're gone.
2: Okay, you're looking at me now.
4: Sorry, I was just <laughs> the first thing I
2: saw. I, I, I will. <laughs>
3: Don't buy another phone, Charlotte. I, I, phone think, uh,
2: I, I think I uh, think my I really like mine. it's it's brilliant, uh, but uh, the battery life has gone to pot. So I might buy a new battery. That's how they mm. get. Although you, that feels you a can
3: bit. Buy an upgradable battery. That's I know um,
2: you can wow. actually take the back of your phone oh. off and unscrew it. I know, but so how do you
3: d- get past the uh, proprietary screw system?
2: Yeah, I yeah, wear the screwdriver. You're a proprietary <gasps> screw system. <aren't> <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is that what? What are your views on that? More knowledgeable Yeah.
4: Lithium-ion batteries will degrade over time, okay. anyway. So, Particularly so if you leave them charged in anyone? overnight. Um, I would just get a new phone, but just that's. Phone <laughs> okay.
2: I would. I'll just spend three hundred pounds instead.
1: I mean, sure. yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean. Henry's right it is it's is a technical limitation it also mm. suits phone manufacturers yeah. that the batteries get worse as they Certainly are. does but, and also they price them so that yeah you could spend 300 quid I mean I don't know how much a, a lithium ion battery would be
2: But uh $8 I found one for Oh them. sod it then why wouldn't you
3: yeah. yeah I know so I was thinking just get But What, any so what if it explodes in your pocket
2: well then, I'll I'll sort of um, just have some minor burns,
3: probably. <laughs> Spend all that money you saved in yeah. the hospital.
2: Yeah. Well, no, but we still have um, we still we still do have the national health service in place. So oh, that we still yeah. got a few. Yeah, more no, we still got that. Yeah. I've
1: checked. Spent um, a little bit of the additional money on a flame retardant suit. Yep.
3: <laughs> Problem. So <solved. laughs> I'll buy them both <laughs> at the, the same time. You'd have to wear the flame retardant suit underneath your other clothes, though, if it's going to be in your pocket. Yeah. And that's going to be bulky and impractical.
2: Well, it's it's winter. So, it's fine. Oh yeah, I can get up.
4: away with it. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: but anyway, I thought it was interesting <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh given yes. that the the brand um they they're like l le- Motto is never settle, so it's kind of in keeping with that. Because never settle, they, but I a, yeah.
5: terrible motto. Yeah. Well, th- it was well. more
4: in his wasn't laser settling, focus. I was thinking settling, but now they put
3: it in my mind. I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. that it's the second best option. Why? Yeah. That's no, like saying no. They not, mean in terms not of, actually mediocre. <laughs> no, no,
4: they mean as in terms of they, <laughs> will they progress the and always,
3: always striving, striving for, for the best. Nil satis nisi optimum. Not yeah. as in like don't get is married. Anderson, <laughs> uh, it is. Or as my friend used to say, nil satis nisi mid table obscurity. That was a football joke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what concerns me about the Never Settle motto is mm. if uh, my wife ever gets wind of that, there comes major changes <laughs> in the eager household. Aww. Don't put yourself
3: down. Thanks, she can do better. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: who would this phone be targeted against, Henry, uh, in that price range? You
4: know, uh f- £400. Pounds. Um, it's lower priced than most of the other flagship exactly. phones on the market. But it's flagship spec, right? Yes. It yeah. has six gigabytes of RAM, which means it's snappy as. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is like... It's that's a lot. Like, that's, that's
2: I'm glad you said that because I, I wouldn't understand see. what that meant otherwise. It just
4: means it can do lots quite fast. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> For the B2B journalists. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I don't is know good, what round yeah. means on the plus side. Anyway, sorry. And also, it does have a cool feature um, to get nerdy for a minute. Um, you can charge an entire day's worth of power on it in half an hour mm-hmm. with included charger, which is pretty that's good. That's handy. And it, what that means is you don't have to leave it plugged in overnight. Yeah. So you can just kind of top it up.
1: Which should, should make the battery up. It should, it longer. should is make it the battery up. it bad, bad longer. for you yeah.
2: leaving things plugged
1: in for too long? It, that's a slightly controversial bad point. Bad for you? Sorry, I mean bad for your device. <laughs> the, uh, like... A good manufacturer should mean that it stops charging when it's charged. Right. If you
4: put an eight dollar battery in your phone, you yeah. probably wouldn't be under warranty. Why do you for want to, to
1: spend
2: so much money? In I don't it. want you to.
3: <laughs> it's good for the company. I mean, good yes. for the country, not the company. country. Good for the country if people spend money. Consumerism yes. is good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I welcome our corporate openness. Over- <laughs> <laughs> I, for
1: one, well, yeah, Okay. The uh, Com- uh, yeah, my Samsung has got the fast charger. It yeah. does make it actually. It's quite a significant. Like, but like, m- masses more battery life would be great, mm. but fast charging does make a bit difference. It's business. good. Yeah. It's yeah. Changes, it changes your habits. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that you sounds good. In. I like the sound of that.
4: Yeah. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. It <laughs> does uh, but, sound
3: really good. What? What's the drawbacks? Yeah. What's the catch? It really runs it's Android, does
4: it? Char- it? does run Android. Uh, yeah. iPhones that's are notoriously Android. now are one of the last phones to not have fast charging. Yeah, right. uh, They do charge very slowly.
1: But, it, but Android is, you know... If you're used to using an iPhone, you might not be able to manage. Android. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all Fox that choice wouldn't be able to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd be like it be like coming to a roundabout and having yeah. several options. Oh yeah,
3: oh, yeah. having yeah. the option of all those correct. different uh, bugs and malware and viruses. Ooh. Oh, which one should I have?
1: David's getting sarcastic.
3: Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do I want? <laughs> <do laughs> Entire <empty my laughs> bank account. Post fact world.
1: David is I can say uh, uh, regurgitating Apple uh, propaganda. By the time you debunk it, I'll move on to the next lie. Truth.
4: But the thing that I thought after this event was for a company that also says they always listen to their fans, they take into account uh, everything, the feedback that they have on their phones. The answer to that this time, with minimal criticism for their last phone, was to immediately upgrade it to a phone those fans probably don't want to buy straight away, Hmm. Um, which I thought was a little bit odd in a way. They're improving it and they were like, we always want to keep innovating and keep...
1: Almost as though that whole fan rhetoric is... Just marketing, just yeah.
3: rubbish.
4: Yeah, mm. pretty much. I mean, I mean, I think they had us with the One Plus One and the One Plus Two, mm. um, but they were saying he was quite honest. He was saying that the success of the One Plus One made them arrogant, mm. and that they. Unfortunately, the phone that Charlotte owns wasn't good enough. So, <laughs> can, we, um, can we take
2: this away from the sorry. phone that Charlotte owns? <laughs> yeah. Supposed to... I'm only repeating no, what no. was said. What, what he said, he said that about my phone. Yeah. Specifically, my
4: phone. Yeah, they said that one room. wasn't good enough. Oh, okay, fair enough. So that they stepped it up nice. for these these new ones. I
1: think. I mean, this is the classic startup issue as well. I know they're not yes. like it, but they they their upstart issue. Let's say mm. in that they came into a market, everything was stripped down. They made one products. Mm. They, you know, they had a really tight. Um, production line they had very good control of stock as we said you know you had to get an invite to buy one and all that stuff um, so that's great I and mean, then you, you've got a huge success on your hands and you can make a good profit how you then expand to become a mass market product mm. is classically quite tricky
2: yeah no one's heard of them literally no one I've ever spoken to has heard of OnePlus uh, people are like what's your phone OnePlus 2 what's that <laughs> Like, no, no one knows what it is so no one's actually impressed by it at all so there you go.
4: On that,
3: that's a very sad note to end on.
2: Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, let's let's go around the room. Uh, one love, or one of these days, I'm going to
3: walk right over you, <laughs> uh, Henry Burrow.
4: One love, I like it still.
3: David Price, yeah, One Love. I think I might just throw I mean, in all my no, iPhones and just get this. It sounds. <laughs> that that, that, be save that sound oh, sound I would be controversial. At a that like this, <laughs> Macworld <I> starts <laughs> recommending
1: One Plus Android. World. <laughs> i we can do that? Oh, Charlotte <laughs> G, with your outmoded and out of date OnePlus phone. Yeah, <laughs> I still, I still would say One Love. One Love, wonderful. Thank you for <laughs> listening to this edition of the UK Tech Weekly podcast. Get in touch and let us know your thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions. Uh, You can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idg.co.uk. We'll be back next week with more informed and uninformed opinion on the hottest topics in tech. Until then, find us on Acast, iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere else. Uh, Subscribe, reviewers, tell your friends. Until then, say goodbye, team. Goodbye, team. UK Tech Weekly Podcast.